0: welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. Follow me on Instagram. Ask Adam Torres to keep up with all my book releases, book tour, signing schedule, all that good stuff. Always love to connect with you there on Instagram. And as always, if you'd like to apply to be a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com. And click on become an author to apply um, really excited to have Jonathan Tuttle on the line today he is the founding director of revenue ascend LLC um, Jonathan welcome to the show thank you Adam appreciate it so I, I can see your background in marketing and, and 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 the kind of clients you're helping but before we get into all of that let's just start with you know how'd you get started as an entrepreneur how'd you catch the bug
1: great question. Uh, I think it started when I was a child. I, uh, When I was a little kid, whenever I wanted something, I went out there and got it. Uh, when I was a little kid, I would go door-to-door selling cards, selling flowers, anything I'd do to add value to the neighborhood and also make a revenue for myself to you know, buy the things I wanted. But uh, as I got older, uh, I've, I've tried to transition to entrepreneurship, and uh, now I have this digital marketing agency, and uh, I really love it. So
0: how how um how important do you think that early that early period of knocking on doors and kind of hitting the pavement was to your overall development?
1: I think that's a great question because as entrepreneurs, you have to sell yourself. If you can't clearly articulate your message, what you're trying to accomplish, and how you add value, uh, that's that's the number one thing as an entrepreneur. Because one thing entrepreneurs do is they run out of money, and if you can't sell yourself, or you can't build relationships, or can't build partnerships. It's just a critical skill that you have to develop and I I was just fortunate enough to develop that at an early age. What kind of advice would you give to somebody that's on that path right now? If I was first starting out, I would be a learning machine. As an entrepreneur, you've got to be a strategist and a learning machine and be able to go and test and experiment things. I like to I like to say get borrowed knowledge from mentors because mentors you want people that are where you want to be in the business you want to be. You can get you're going to make mistakes, but if you could get ahead of the curve by learning from other mistakes, it'll get you way farther down the process. So basically get out there and learn as much as you can, because even Warren Buffett reads eight hours a day, and if he reads eight hours a day, I mean, that just tells you something. So just get out there and read as much as you can, test, experiment. Uh, it's, going to be a, it's going to be a challenge, but just keep focused. You know, have a clear vision.
0: Let's talk more about the importance of failure. So I mean, how, how does how do you think that plays a part in an entrepreneur's journey?
1: It's that's a great question. I mean, failure is going to be it's part of the process, and I think what you learn in school a lot of things you learn in school is how to memorize. But you got to be able to be creative. You got to be resourceful. Uh, there's going to be challenges that are going to arise. There's going to be adversity. So you're going to have to be uh, tenacious. You're going to have to understand where your business is in the marketplace. Now, you know, with our business, we're Heavily involved with technology, and technology is disrupting so many industries. So, understand that your industry might get affected and disrupted. So, even if you're successful now, you, there's a potential that your industry could be gone in 10 years. What we're seeing 10 years ago, you had you know regular Sears, uh, the malls were thriving. Nowadays, you can't even everyone shops online. So, understand that dynamic.
0: Yeah, um, definitely knowing the trend is an important thing. Um, and I think this is a good transition. Let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing as founding director over at Revenue Ascend LLC. Um, let's just start with uh, who are your clients and, uh, you know, how do you help them?
1: Yep, that's a great question. Um, we help leading doctors, lawyers, e-com stores uh, solve their marketing problems, automate their front office, and predictably grow their practice.
0: So, what I mean, what are some of the challenges you see that um, that this market is seeing, like currently?
1: Yeah, that's a great question because especially in the doctor realm, there's a lot of software marketing tools, agencies out there that don't understand the HIPAA compliance. And basically, if you're not in the industry of a doctor, all your information is protected and the government regulates that. And a lot of these tools, as you hear, you know, with the whole Facebook data breaches, it's becoming a big, you know, in the future, we're gonna see a lot more regulation on data. Uh, a lot of these tools aren't uh, HIPAA compliant. Basically what that means is it's easy to hack into. And at the end of the day, if you're not uh, protecting your data, it's gonna be a big sign. It could eventually close your business. And that's one of our distinguishing differences and value props that we, we try to be HIPAA compliant at the highest level. It's almost possibly hundred percent, but understanding that uh dynamic and that challenge is what really separates us
0: mm. and what what are some of the challenges you see on the lawyer side of things so you said you work primarily with doctors and lawyers
1: correct yep and lawyers uh the main thing with lawyers is they like to spend a lot on tv and uh traditional advertising but we what we could uh convey to them is like what's paid advertising online is you could i you could pick you could pick your ideal prospect, get the right message in front of them at the right time and build them this whole customer journey. Uh, and you can do it for a lot less and it's a lot more measurable than traditional TV ads. Nowadays with TiVo people uh, or billboards people drive by they're on their phone or if they're at the home they're fast forwarding with TiVo. So we tell them, hey, we could get you in front of the right prospects. It's all measurable. We basically reverse engineer they say how many new uh uh, cases they want we reverse engineer based on the ad spend how many of leads we get and we build that customer journey and so when they are ready to make a decision they're the highest and most likely choice
0: Hmm, that's interesting um,
1: and so let's talk a little bit more about like
0: online advertising trends like what kind of things are you seeing nowadays
1: well that's a good question right now five six years ago Facebook ads wasn't really a big thing organic pages were getting a lot of you know organic traffic nowadays it's it's pretty dead. Even Mark Zuckerberg came out last year and said, "Hey, we're going to focus more on uh, higher quality content," which you know, basically, we, if people stay on the page longer, they could serve you more ads. So there's going to be more ads presented to you than there was traditionally before. And uh, right now, I think there's around six million advertisers. So the great thing about ads is it's measurable. Organic content, um, it's about one to three percent currently, and that's and Facebook also owns Instagram, so as your business grows, you also want to keep up with these these trends so that you don't get left behind because you can literally do it right now while it's so cheap and five years from now it could be significantly more expensive. So the main thing is take advantage while you know the market's hot.
0: Yeah, what what do you think about like ad spend. Um, So let's say you're you're bringing on a new a new um, a new doctor, a new lawyer. Um, Mm -hmm. So you said you kind of reverse engineer. So some of the people listening to this, maybe they've never even considered a Facebook ad or advertising online. Um, Go into a little bit deeper. And when you when you say reverse engineering, what that process looks like, so they have an idea
1: yeah that's a great question. I guess it's more of an industry term I should you know that's one thing I should point out is that like as an entrepreneur, you want to convey your message in the most easily digestible easy way to resonate with your ideal prospects so if they don't understand you they're not gonna you know know like and trust you but uh in terms of right now what we do is it's it's really comes down to you it's a whole value journey so when somebody it's it's in marketing world, they call a marketing funnel so think of if you're and, uh, let's say you're a golfer, for example, you hit the ball off the tee, marketing is supposed to push the ball, hit the ball closest to the tee or closest to the putting green as possible. And marketing should do 80% of, you know, the heavy lifting. So when the sales process comes in, they already have, they're educated, they're informed, they've already had made some conscious decisions. And then when you come in for the sale, it should be mostly handled. And what we do with the, on the marketing side of it, we say, hey, you're going to spend X amount of money, how much we, we have to understand the lifetime value. The lifetime value is like, okay, this person, think of uh, they come in three times a year and each time they come in, they spend X amount of money. So if we spend, you know, $1,000 to get this one patient or this one case, but they're going to, for doctors, for example, if they come in three times a year and they spend, you know, three grand. We know they got three X returns. So we could spend up to three X or 3000 to get that one patient if we want to. But if we get anything underneath it, we know we're going to be positive ROI, you know, cash flow, and so it really just comes down to measuring the numbers and where they want to grow to. So when we take on a, a, a bigger practice, we say how much, you know, what what kind of growth do you want? What are you looking to spend? How much can you handle? And not only do we do that, we automate it with you know with technology nowadays. Everything's so automated, we could automate most of uh, the heavy lifting and add a personal touch. So when the the patient comes in, the office can you know operate at the you know maximum levels while they're growing. Uh, that's great.
0: All good stuff. Um and Jonathan, if somebody wants to uh get in touch with you or Revenue Ascend, what's the best way for them to reach
1: you? Uh the best way to to reach us is at Revenue dot com. Uh and also my Instagram is just my personal name, Jonathan Tuttle, and I think my Facebook's that too as well.
0: Awesome. Well, hey,
1: Jonathan, I really appreciate you coming
0: on the show today and uh, sharing your advice on marketing um, and and advertising. Um, Thank you for that. And to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Again, Adam Torres. Uh, Ask Adam Torres on Instagram. And don't forget, if you'd like to apply to be a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. Uh, Thanks again, Jonathan. Have a wonderful day. Oh, 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 oh oh, 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 oh